A three-goal explosion in four minutes and five seconds in the second period. Built a 4-0 Toronto lead. The teams exchange goals from that point on, and the Leafs carry a 5-1 lead into the third period. And we have done some uh, ciphering. We've uh, not plus not equals not, and uh, a lot of uh, important mathematics, and we have come to a conclusion that we were both able to come to the same figure. Doesn't mean it's right. No. In fact, I feel a lot <laughs> a lot worse about my odds of being right now. Now that I got it, the same yeah. number, yeah. Well, 158, seconds and, uh, 158 minutes and 19 seconds is what we're going with until someone else brighter than us comes up with the real number. I'll check Twitter. <laughs> Some, somebody's got it. Someone's got it. it. I we know it's wrong, but it's we're going with it as long as we can. I mean, you know. But from the eye test, we know it was a long time. Yes. <laughs> you know? Was longer. It was longer than a period, and in some instances, (laughs) longer than two games. Yeah. And by the way, Jimmy VC, who has two goals, does have a hat trick in his NHL career. It came on March twelfth, two thousand and eighteen. The New York Rangers against the Carolina Hurricanes. The third one. It was a six-three Ranger win. Third one was into an empty net. So the Leafs now with the puck and defending the goal to our right are on the power play. To start the third period, cleared in, and Smith knocked it down, and as he tried to clear it, it comes right back to the blue line, kept in by Toronto. Tip pass comes to the line, and it will bounce out into the center ice area. Played up on the wing for Tavares. He drops it back. And it is uh, Matthews bringing it through center to the line and in. Flipped into the corner. Oilers knock it down there with Larson getting it up on the boards. It comes back to the blue line. Near side for Tavares. Back to the point. Riley settles. Off on the wing for Marner. Looking across ice. Still with it. Now tries to center. Tavares is right there. Jamming at it. And it just went wide of the goal. Leafs keep the puck in. Marner with a shot into the slot area is broken up. And the Oilers are going to break it out into the center ice area and get it down to the lead blue line. Matthews waiting for teammates to change. Sends it back a little deeper in his own zone. Half a minute to go on the power play. Leafs with one power play goal. Here's Spezza in across the line, into the slot. It comes to Muzzin! Oh, what a chance that was, and he fed it just wide. Oilers get a breakaway chance now. Going in on goal, and Anderson stopped that. Turnover after the Muzzin rush. And nine seconds remain here in the... Power play for Toronto. Really the only defensive breakdown that has been glaring that the Leafs have had in this game tonight. And that was because Buzzin stuck down from the left point and then fired it wide on the far side, so he was the one caught. Muzzin stands up. Nugent Hopkins with a pretty good hit. Leafs get the puck out into the center ice area. Played back into neutral ice, and Nugent Hopkins heading for the bench as it's played deeper into Edmonton territory. I didn't like at first. Hyman coming off the Matthews-Marner combination or even Nylander-Tavares. But boy, has he looked good on this third line. Played around the boards to the far side. It's clipped back to the near wing. Riley missed a 
running hit there from Yamamoto. The puck goes around to the far side. Leafs can't get the puck out. Kept in on the far board. Yamamoto loses it. And it's brought to center ice by Mikheyev. And he's going to roll it down into the Oilers zone and go after it. Smith playing it away from him back of the net. Comes to the line. Dermott was able to keep it in with a shot. And that just bounced wide of the goal. Mikheyev got a stick on that before it got to Mike Smith. Kara coming out slowly out of his own zone. With a pass up on the left wing. It was uh, dumped in over the line. The Leafs quickly get it back the other way. And one-handing it to the line and getting it into the zone is Boyd. Leafs fourth line over the boards. And it's been the lesser lights, if you will, the third and fourth line guys that have really dominated this series. Chipped along the boards. The Leafs are able to get it out at center ice. Oilers, Larson. To the line and in, dropping it back. Shot by Pugliarvi, stopped. Centering pass, deflected away by Anderson. And the Leafs now with Boyd, dropping it back into his own zone to Jake Muzzin. Muzzin playing with that face shield with the broken bone in his face. And hasn't seemed to bother him uh, too much. Launched high into the zone by McDavid. To the side of the goal, it comes free. Leafs get it off on the wing. Matthews unable to reach it in time. Now backhanded by Marner around to the near side. Thornton can't tip it out. Muzzin gets it off a stick and it bounces over the stick of Darnell Nurse and comes to center ice. Oilers have to get out of the zone to bring it back in. Here's McDavid going wide. Backhand shot and he missed the net. Back to the far point and a shot that doesn't make it through. Bouncing puck to the blue line but not out. Into the corner, McDavid, a sharp angle shot that didn't work. Played up on the wing. The Leafs have it come out in front of the net, and Anderson is going to pounce on it and cover up for a faceoff coming in the Toronto zone. I tell you, Jason Spets, I think, has had a fantastic night. He was the one. By the way, Mike Smith did get a piece of the Bogosian shot. Taking a look at it on the slow motion replay. And then it was Dreisaitl on a breakaway back the other way. Would have had a shorthanded goal. Dreisaitl has one of their two shorthanded goals on the season, and that came in Toronto. Or has the other one. Leafs defense has contributed just a single assist thus far here tonight, which gives them 53 on the season. Second to the Vancouver Canucks, who the Leafs will see tomorrow night with 55. But most of those are assists. The Leaf defense has not scored a lot. But they have played extraordinarily well in their own end. Played around the boards for Morgan Riley. Tries to work it into the corner. Now the Oilers, Dreisaitl getting it back to the blue line. Barry with a wrist shot that is blocked. And the Leafs are going to punch it out into neutral ice. Nugent Hopkins getting it back to his defense. Played ahead, chipped back by Toronto. Hyman barges down the wall and gets by a man going to the net with a shot. And that was stopped by Smith. And then Smith takes a punch at the back of Hyman's head. And I do believe he's going to get a penalty here. Willers have to be careful not to pick up another one. Hyman was knocked into the goal. And while he was face down on the ice, Mike Smith... Gave him a pretty good cuff on the back of the head. So, And it is Smith who's going to get the penalty. So a lot of people are losing their cools. 
It was Caleb Jones was there as well, and he came in and he might have been the one that knocked Hyman into Smith in the first place. Am I right? No. Yep. Well, he was one of them. Yeah, he was one of them. Nugent uh, Hopkins. Nugent Hopkins is the one that really kind of did it. Now the power play brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Shop safely and bring on winter in a Subaru with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Contact your Subaru dealer for the best contactless way to get your hands on a Subaru. And Hyman and Smith having a little discussion. Well, that was, yeah, that was a little earlier in the game that they were chatting in the second period. I don't know whether it was in fun or if Mike Smith was giving it to Zach Hyman. Fourth power play for Toronto. They have scored once. Nice move with a pass in front. Anderson down, and he has that underneath him. Wait, we're going to see a lot of this. The defense jumping up into the rush, and it's shorthanded, but Darnell Nurse. Right off the faceoff. Picks the puck up. Faceoff dot to the right of Mike Smith. And, and takes it all the way to the Leaf blue line. Yeah, Jujar Kara made a nice move to get around Marner. And then tried to jam it in on Anderson to no avail. Minute 50 to go in the power play. Leafs have controlled the faceoff. And Riley up on the wing to Matthews. Matthews dropping it back. Morgan Riley will carry to the line on the wing for Tavares. Tavares, a rink-wide pass. Thornton dropping it back to the blue line to Marner. Marner works the top of the circles, gets it back to Riley at the point. Now on the wing to Matthews, a shot, and he rifled that one off the blocking glove of Smith. Matthews with the rebound back of the goal, playing it back to Marner. Marner across ice pass to Thornton, back to the blue line to Riley. Riley holds, waiting for Matthews to circle. Now to Marner. Marner shoots. And off the blocking glove again of Smith, it goes wide. Played to the blue line. Morgan Riley keeping it in. Good poke check by Smith. Frees the puck up. And the Oilers are going to get it out and down the ice. One thing we've seen quite a bit of, whether it's Matthews or Mitch Marner, on the power play, but you'll have a forward leave the zone and then come back into the offensive zone with some speed. Now here's Spezza, working down the right wing, going wide, took a shot. That went off uh, Smith's blocker and up over the glass and out of play. And with 39 seconds left in the power play, the faceoff in the Oilers' zone. But it's, it's been an interesting little play that has worked well because usually you've got on the penalty kill four guys pretty stationary. I think that was the whole mentality behind the drop pass to try to gain entry into the offensive zone. Nealander off a faceoff win to Brody. On the right side, Spezza back for Nealander. It got by him, but he's able to recover the loose puck. Nealander on the point to Brody. Brody's wrist shot in traffic. Big rebound. And there was Hyman banging away at it, but the Oilers are able to dig it free and bring it out at center ice. Brought in over the line on the right side, and getting in front of that was T.J. Brody again. This is a recording. Back comes Hyman, two-on-one with Spezza. Hyman shoots, and a good save made by Smith. Hyman playing it back to the blue line now for Muzzin. Muzzin back into the corner. The penalty is expired. Centering pass, Nylander! Oh, and he just missed that far side. And Smith gives Zach Hyman another combing just at the side of the net. Boy, there was some room for Nylander. Far side over the glove. 
McDavid unable to come free and a scramble in front that Anderson is able to come across and glove it and hold for a faceoff. What a chance Hyman had. But again, it's because the other defense are jumping into the rush, even though they're shorthanded, looking for any kind of miraculous comeback. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Joe Bone and Jim Ralph back with you as the Maple Leafs hold a 5-1 to lead, trying to sweep the three-game series against the Edmonton Oilers. And Nylander, boy, he did have some room there, didn't he? But the great pass was made by Jason Spets off the far board. Talked about this quite a bit. How great Spets has been in this series. and Not getting the 20 minutes a game anymore, but boy, he has... Had some outstanding moments. A loose puck goes into the left wing corner for Engball. Played around back of the net far. Corner centers. And Hyman was driving the net. Here's Muzzin keeping it in for Engball. Engball against the boards. Can't uh, find a man. And the Oilers will get it out at center. Ennis across the line. Loose puck gobbled up and played around. No, goes off a stick and into the seats. And out of play. Tyler Ennis working on a line here with McDavid. Well, even even though this is billed as superstars against superstars, I want to ask you this question. How different is this series if Zach Cassian and Wayne Simmons are playing? I mean, I, yep. I, think, I think you would certainly see a little more bite from the Oilers. I don't think it would be chasing, cross-checking Jimmy VC in the back of the head at the end of the buzzer. Shot goes wide of the net. Kept in. Down into the corner it goes. Oilers get it back to the blue line. Off on the right side for Barry. He got a long shot through, and Anderson had to make a difficult save with the right pad. This is the 11th time in their careers that McDavid and Matthews have uh, played against one another. And McDavid has 16 points compared to uh, Matthews' 8. But the Leafs are in position to go 8-2-1. and one in those games if they are able to hang on here to a 5-1 lead. Shot deflects and goes into the corner. 11 minutes left in the third period. Bogosian waiting for the puck to arrive. Got it back for Dermott. And Dermott starts out on the left wing with a long lead pass. Up at center for Matthews. Marner had to do the scissors at the blue line to stay on side. Played around the boards now by Caleb Jones of the Oilers. But Matthews has it again. Matthews Trying to slide past the man. Got it freed up for Thornton. Thornton into the corner. Reverses for Matthews. Matthews unable to control the puck. Too well pinned. And it is Jones with the puck again. Getting it to the line, but not out. Oilers have it again. But can't get it out cleanly. And a lead pass to the blue line is broken up at the Toronto zone. Right back into Edmonton territory it goes. 10 o'clock start tomorrow. We'll be with you on the network. The Leafs in Vancouver to tangle with the Canucks. And a turnover here. Here are the Leafs back in business. And over the line drop for Nylander. A shot hits the side of the goal. Bounces to the goal line. And somehow it didn't go in. Did it hit the roof of the net? Came back and hit Smith in the back. And somehow trickled out. And there was this... That moment, it was like a fumble in football where you're just waiting to see where it's going to end up. And do the Oilers take another penalty here? Yeah, John Tavares was dragged down. 
But how this didn't go in. Went off Tavares, off the roof of the net, straight up in the air, straight down off the back of Smith, and squirts out the short side. I think Jones may have had a hand in knocking it out. At any rate, 5-1 Leafs. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Power play brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Shop safely and bring on winter in a Subaru with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Contact your Subaru dealer for the best contactless way to get your hands on a Subaru. And now, uh, we got the officials looking at the iPad over at the bench. Now, Nugent Hopkins was arguing the call. But uh, it can't I, be that. Uh, oh, they they got to be looking to see if the puck went in the net. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. When it bounced off the roof of the goal, hit the back of Smith. And, uh, but, uh, it, but does Jones, does, does does Jones, Jones have his hand on the hand puck, on in, the the puck crease? in the goal crease? Yeah, well, he doesn't have a stick. So that's, oh, that's the other part of it, too, right? He actually is holding on to the puck against the back of Mike Smith. So he doesn't. I mean, it's a fine line about whether you close your hand on the puck or you're pressing it up. Yeah, it's the back of your goaltender. Either way, the Leafs end up with a power play here. Draw one by Toronto, and the power play is only one for four. If it had been clicking here, it's a shot taking the rebound in front scores. Guess who? And Smith <laughs> gives Hyman another shot on the way out, but Zach Hyman will say thank you very much. Hyman scores the goal, and the Leafs on the power play make it 6-1. to one. Two power play goals, and both coming right off the faceoff. This time, Jason Spezza wins it back to the point. And T.J. Brody throws it back to Spezza, who winds up and hammers it from the top of the right-wing circle. It's stopped by Smith. Actually, no, it was stopped by Hyman originally. Right off the Maple Leaf, he's got his back to Mike Smith. Goes right off his crest, drops at his feet. Couple of jabs at it on the back end. And has a power play goal and Mike Smith. <laughs> he gave him a playful little poke. And that wasn't anywhere near the other. We get an offside at the blue line now. Spetsa is going to get an assist, but it's sort of a, a bad pass. <laughs> it takes... Hyman off the chest. <laughs> Hyman's got to welcome that. How many has he taken off the ankle in the last couple of weeks? Yep. On point shots. But another, but another assist for Jason Spencer. And uh, that gives him two here tonight. But like I said, he was the one that set up Willie Nylander on a great chance. Set up Bogosian on a great chance. 15 points on the season. Ennis takes it to the side of the leaf goal. Bogosian knocked it back in the net as it comes to the blue line. Here's Tyson Berry sending a shot in. That's blocked in front and brought out at center ice by the Maple Leafs and chipped to the blue line. And now Spezza run to the boards but can't get the puck in deep, but the Oilers have it again. Time of the goal brought to you by Hockey Helps the Homeless, 10-33. A system in their goal to shut out homelessness by texting hockey to 20222 to donate. Round back of the net. The Oilers with it again. And Gaetan Haas gets it back to the blue line. Fed over there by Bear. Long shot. Anderson out at the top of the circle makes the save. And now Kyle Churis 
getting a little shoving match in front of the net, but nothing more to develop and a faceoff coming in the Toronto zone. Well, we saw after Travis Dermott, and who was it, Archibald, in the game on Monday night, get into a bit of a wrestling match. We then saw Dermott taking some fighting lessons from Zach Pagosian. But we have not seen any kind of rematch between Dermott and Archibald here in this game. This is going to be the 38th point for the Maple Leafs. And coming into the game, they were tied with the 93-94 Leafs that won their first 10 games to start the season under Pat Burns for the most wins through 23 games in a season in franchise history. Well, they're not going to be any worse for the wear after winning yet another game here tonight. Here are the Oilers with it in the Toronto zone, getting it back to the blue line, fed over by Bear. Long shot and a drive then to flex high and wide. Kept in at the blue line by Nurse. Knocked away by Hall. And it comes to the side of the goal, trickered to the side of the net, trying to come in front of the goal. Knocked down on the play. The Oilers can't get a shot at the net. Played on the backhand by Churis, back of the goal. Muzzin kicked the puck free for Hall. And it is Justin Hall trying to get it out, but he hit a skate. Now the Oilers trying to cycle down low with 7.19 to go in the third period. And there will be some gnashing of teeth by the Oilers faithful after the Leafs have come out here and just dominated them. Morgan Riley, left point, sends it down into the corner and around back of the net for Nurse. Nylander chipping it free. Down into the corner again, trying to come out in front. It comes back to Nylander. He doesn't shoot it. Back to the point to Riley. A drive blocked in front of the net. Tavares can't come up with it. Oilers get it through center and down into the zone, trying to drive the net. And it was blocked and knocked into the corner. Nugent Hopkins playing it back into the slot. It comes back to the point to Larson, a shot wide. Dreisaitl can't come up with it. Played down in around back of the net. Curling out with it. Nugent Hopkins with a shot. And that was deflected by Anderson Wide. Centering pass again is going to come all the way back out into the center ice area. For Zach Hyman, that is his seventh goal of the season. And he has a nice, tidy three-game goal-scoring streak going. Al Marner uh, behind the back pass in front and a shot. Whistled by Dermott, goes wide of the net. Marner kept it in, but it was deflected off a stick. And Bogosian has to hustle back. He'll find Marner on the far side, who gets it off the boards ahead for Thornton. Thornton launches it high into the air. Tripped up there was Matthews. Could have been a penalty, but none called. Or was it called? Uh, it's called offside, I think. So the Leafs, 6 one leaders. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. When you come home to play for your hometown team and you accept the league minimum, you hope that you can contribute. In 81 games that Jason Spezza has played with the Maple Leaf crest on his jersey, he has 14 goals, 25 assists, and 39 points. Playing fourth line minutes and power play. Little little bit of second unit power play for Spezza. And add another one for the assist that he just got, so it's now up to 40. Thank you, guys. 6-1 to one, Toronto. 
5.20 left in the third period, and an errant pass has gone down into the Toronto end. Anderson playing it around on the glass, had it cut off by Josh Archibald against the boards. A punch to the line, but not out. Kept in by Tyson Berry. Berry trying to get the puck back, works in, and then had it taken away from him, and it's cleared off the glass, but Berry makes a nice play to keep it in at the blue line. Cross ice to his defense partner, and a shot is whistled in just wide of the leaf goal off the stick of Chris Russell. Played on the backhand by VC high and out and down the ice, and icing's going to be called here against Toronto. Now, all the naysayers will look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and their record and say they're in the easiest division in the National Hockey League. But when you look around, I mean, let's face it, Tampa, Boston, Toronto do not have their records if they're playing against each other four times a year, eight times a year as they usually have. Safe to say? Safe to say. And that there are weak sisters in each division. I was going to say that. You've got Detroit and Nashville. Struggling in the Central, Buffalo and New Jersey in the East. Get all the California teams in the West that missed the playoffs, didn't even get to the play-in last year. Shot deflects wide of the lead goal. Played in now by Mikheyev. He muscles his out at center and works on the left wing. He's across the line, but being pushed offside was Hyman by defenseman Ethan Bear. And it is whistled down, and there's going to be a face-off in the neutral zone. But, I mean, when, when you start doing comparisons, you're right. It's not like you've got seven, seven or eight playoff teams from a year ago in one division, and somebody's going to have to miss. I mean, you know, the Red Wings arguably are the team that's going to rebuild the most. Now, everybody has said Ottawa. Not many people thought Vancouver would have as big a drop as they've had this year. Calgary's probably been a disappointment. And an offside at the Toronto blue line stops play. But I don't think you looked at Calgary coming into this as a team. You know, wearing Markstrom in the offseason and Tanev and uh, Josh Lebo from Vancouver. I don't think everybody thought they would be better than they were a year ago or closer to, closer to what they were two years ago, and that hasn't been the case. So, But those teams have been beating each other, right, on a fairly regular basis. There's no one else that's uh, really taken off on a streak the way the Leafs have. But but here's the other thing. Say what you want, they're winning their game. Whether they're supposed to, whether it's a weaker division. You can only play who you're scheduled against, yeah, right? You can't. And, not into and, the... and believe me, not many people, myself included, would have protected a three-game sweep over the Oilers in Edmonton. Played out at center ice. Oilers bring the puck in over the line. And what the Leafs have done with 3.27 left to go in the third period is to put a blanket on Dreisaitl and McDavid. Dreisaitl does have an assist on the only Oiler goal in this game. Which is the only point that the two have managed to muster. I'm guessing Connor McDavid has not often gone three games without finding the score sheet. Played out at center. He's been held without a point in three consecutive games twice in his career. That's what I said. Not very often. <laughs> I, I was just I adding have, validity I to your statement. That. I'm just trying to help out here. <laughs> the first time you've ever added validity to my statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I actually thought it was important. <laughs> 
I'm in the same shutout streak. Scared me the most. You, you and I did some adding. Yeah, and came up with the that same was number. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that'll never happen again. <laughs> Oilers in their own zone, getting it up on the wing. 2:24 to play. Brought to center, stolen back by Toronto. Spezza launches it right back down into Edmonton territory and goes in there against the the defense, trying to dig it free. Is Jones. It comes up on the wing. The Oilers will bring it out into the center ice area. Leafs have lots of people back. Long shot well wide of Frederick Anderson, who has just ruined this entire series by giving up one goal here tonight. Hard to tell when he'll get back in. (laughs) (laughs) That's your chance. (laughs) And across the line, his his save percentage is not near with the backup goaltenders have been. There's a bouncing shot that goes wide of Anderson's cage. And around back of the net, it goes to Hall, who will get it up on the wing for Engvall. Engvall stops at the red line, can't get it in deep, but they'll get a change of players going. And the final minute and a half going into the books in a 6-1 to one Toronto lead and a three-game sweep here in Edmonton that is going to push the Maple Leafs 10 points clear of Edmonton with two games against each other to come. Played back in over the line for McDavid. Into the slot, a shot, Anderson the save. On a tough shot there taken by Pugliarvi. Leafs get the puck out at center and just knock it up against the wall. Oilers back in their own zone. Now behind the net, under a minute to play. By the way, and 16 points ahead of fifth. So 16 points into a playoff spot already with some games in hand on the teams that are below the Mendoza line. Here's the Leafs in over the line. VC out there. Spezza looking for him, but the Oilers get it back and send it down into the Toronto zone. Morgan Riley around back of the net, leaving it there. And now Brody had a little trouble with it, was able to get it up on the wing. VC knocking it high in the air, looking for Spezza, who steals the puck. He's in a goal! And a shot made and stopped by Mike Smith as Jason Spezza was in alone. Just as well, there aren't any people in the rink tonight. I can only imagine what the Oilers would be hearing now as this game comes to a close. Well, I shouldn't say that. Half the building would have been filled with Leaf fans, so it would have been pretty noisy. And it would still be half full right now, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Watching the Leafs finish this off. I mean, very surprising. I don't know what's more surprising. The secondary scoring we've seen in this three-game set or the defensive play holding the Edmonton Oilers is just a single goal over a three-game span. Uh, Like I said, especially the first periods. You know, you came in, Edmonton still has scored more first-period goals than any other team in the National Hockey League, and yet now in how many games is this against the Leafs? Eight Mm -hmm. or seven? Eight. Five. I think they're playing ten, isn't it? The Oilers? Yeah, so yeah, I think it's seven two, now. They got two left. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, it's nine. Two and two, home and away. Yeah. And now. Yeah. So in seven games, they've scored three first-period goals against the Leafs. In the seven games, you remember the one that Yamamoto got credit for in Toronto. The Leafs actually put in their own net. So they're, what's really impressed me has been their starts. Even though tonight, uh, first four or five minutes, you saw the push by the Edmonton Oilers, the push that we didn't really see a couple of nights ago, and you thought, oh, oh they get one. 
they might be able to turn this series around and, and salvage a couple of points out of it. Once the, the Leafs seemed to weather that, it was like a, 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 a switch was flipped, and the Leafs were able to go back the other way and really dominate for most of the uh, remaining 52, 53 minutes of the night. So uh, that's what I found impressive. They weathered the storm. Anderson made some big saves. He got lucky on a couple that got behind him to the goal line, and the Leafs were able to clear it. But then once that happened, after that initial five-minute surge by the Oilers, it looked like all the other games that we've seen in this series uh, that led up to this one. 31-27, the shots favor Toronto. Once again, they limit shots on goal. It's something that has really been uh, a major, major improvement uh, on this hockey team is its defensive zone coverage, its defensive uh, play in front of whoever happens to have the pillows on uh, each night. The Leafs win it by a score of 6-1. to one. Jim Taddy, Kristen Shilton standing by with the post-game show. You've been listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.